I'm not saying it's a good thing and you should encourage your dog to eat your wife. I'm just saying you can't send him to the criminal justice system. Uh, last week, we were driving home from the hockey game, my son and I, and we got stuck in traffic where they were doing some road construction. So we were just not moving. Total parking lot on the on-ramp. And I look over into the car next to me, and staring back is, uh, what is it, like the Jabberwocky dance team mask? Just kind of, uh, out the window. And then the seat behind him was another one, and the seat behind him was another one. So there's three of these things just staring blankly and coldly at me. Which would have been slightly intimidating if they didn't have a BYU sticker in that last window. Which completely killed any sense of dread. Yeah, that's going to kind of cut the tension, I think. If you think the the nightmare creature chasing you has also been to school. Or is currently attending yeah. school. <laughs> you know, there's nothing scary about college students. Uh, Yeah, I'd have to agree. I'm trying to think back when I was one. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing intimidating about me at all. Not that there ever has been, but... Yeah, I think I think. Sh- yeah, if you're the basics, I think short women are kind of scared of me because I'm so tall. But that's about it. And children. <laughs> we talked about the advantages of being married to an Asian woman last week. One of the disadvantages when she uh, gets out of the shower and has her wet hair over her face. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Especially like when we first got married, she would shower really early in the morning while I was still asleep once in a while, and so I'd wake up like in that half state and see that coming out of the bathroom right at me it is legitimately terrifying yeah honey i'm gonna need you to go short and blonde now <laughs> we are solving this problem yes i mean that's this pretty... cannot happen if she really loved you that would be a really easy problem to to solve i mean i can solve that in an afternoon <laughs> yeah that's something i'm glad i don't live with damn you ring and grudge and all those other movies <laughs> yeah. that have introduced us to that silly trope yeah now I'm not scared of those things anymore. But at first, it was very intimidating. But now if like I saw an Asian ghost lady come at me, I'd probably just slap her on the butt. Because <laughs> that's my coping mechanism. He was looking at your sweet cheeks. <laughs> the wind-up and the pitch. So if I die under mysterious circumstances, you can rest assured I slapped something on the butt I should not have. But that's such a better way to go than all these people that are you know, like terrified of the Samira, whatever her name is, on the ring. And is chasing them, you know, and she keeps like glitching out like jumping towards them like that's that's creepy but if you just went up and tried to grab one on the butt and died for that i think that's still that's a baller way to go out (laughs) he died as he lived yes a chauvinist (laughs) a-hole finally got we deserved yeah i do deserve such things yeah that at least makes sense in my twisted mind it's like every i hate that any show like any monster of the week show they always show the initial victim they have to do something to make you think he deserves it. He's either mean to his kids, he's a sexist, he's a bit of a racist. It's always something. Uh, I saw one. Did you ever watch the show Primeval? No. As far as like Monster of the Week shows, it was actually kind of cool. The whole concept was dinosaurs and like saber-toothed tigers and stuff come to the future through some various time anomalies and British people have to figure out why. There was one where a guy cheated at golf and then got eaten by a pterodactyl. That's how he deserved it. Oh yeah, this guy... <laughs> He takes his ball out of the rough and throws it onto the green. Somebody better rip his face off. Man, that's uh, annoying, yes. Needing for a uh, reason for murder, maybe not. That's not murder if an animal does it. Uh, Okay, sure. 
It's not. If a bear eats you, it's not a murder. That was not dismissing. That was. Just, I. I agree. I hadn't thought of that ever in my life. You don't sound like you agree with me. Well, I mean, if you want to get down to semantics, rarely do I sound like I'm agreeing with you. So, in this case, just it's like, just habit at this point. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to make my voice sound like it's agreeing with you. I need. I've disagreed for so many. Years. I need to sound skeptical, otherwise, I'm liable for this. <laughs> There's nothing to be liable. It's a fact of life. If a shark jumps out of the ocean and eats your face, it did not commit murder. I, it's not quite as catchy as if a glove doesn't fit, you must quit. <laughs> if it ate your face, murder did not take place. But that doesn't get the, the shark angle in there. That's just because a human could eat your face and then that's not murder. Shark eat your face, no murder took place. <laughs> okay. That's... Shark eat your butt. What? <laughs> You went for the second one, and you already couldn't rhyme anything. Just, what? <laughs> it does rhyme, but and what rhyme? It does rhyme, but it's... The, never mind. I'm not gonna get you still don't sound schemes. like you're agreeing with me. I can probably agree, because they don't know what they're doing, that it's not murder. It's... it's I don't know what it would be. It's just an animal eating. I mean, yeah, if you want to get down to it. Like, my dog went nuts and ate my wife. It's like, okay, well... I'm not saying it's a good thing and you should encourage your dog to eat your wife. I'm just saying you can't send it to the criminal justice system. No judge is going to acquit a dog. They're going to euthanize it and put it down. There's no jury of its peers. There's no review. Like if a rock falls on your face and kills you, you can't send that rock to jail and hold it accountable for what it did. Once again, I feel like you've given this too much thought. Once again, I feel like you haven't given this enough. I think you lay in bed and don't have enough to do. Just stay awake with your thoughts. What if a rock killed me? Would that rock be in... Oh, yes. Um, Honey, I'm going to sleep. Good night. Okay, so here's another one. Some guy comes and attacks you with a knife trying to get your wallet. And you get in a fight, and he falls on his knife, and he dies. Can you take his wallet and be morally justified? I would like to point out that when I go to baseball games, the you make the call is my favorite (laughs) thing to do. And so I love these. So what was it? So he steals your wallet, and he falls on his knife. He's trying to steal a wallet. Someone tries to mug you. Or tries to kill you for your wallet. Okay? They don't give you the chance to surrender. They're just like, I'm coming at you. You grab the... You're wrestling around. He falls. He lands on his knife. And he dies. Can you morally take his wallet? Can you morally take his wallet? I mean, not morally, no. Stealing is stealing. It doesn't matter if the guy tried to kill you and steal from you. See, I think it's okay because he said, we're going to fight over wallets to the death. And then he lost. <laughs> I don't it, I don't think that was like an agreed upon stipulation. It sounds like he came with you. I didn't agree to any of this. I did not want him to attack me with a knife. No, it's not moral. It's not. You're, you're in the wrong if he, if he dies from self-stab and you steal his wallet. In the tussle, that, that, that's, that's wrong. You know it's wrong. What if I just took the money out of his wallet and left his wallet? That's the same thing. <laughs> Slightly different. I mean, it's... You're not going to be, well, I guess you could be getting some use out of the credit cards before he's pronounced dead and the cards are canceled and blah, blah, blah. But not not a moral dilemma I've ever come across. So it's, it's a tough one to judge. But yes, you'd be in the wrong. I don't think anybody would punish you for it. <laughs> but you'd be in the wrong. You'd have to live with that guilt the rest of your life. Man tried to kill me for my wallet, stabbed himself. I took his wallet. I got 20 bucks. This is my secret shame. Yeah, you get 20 bucks out of it, then I guess you feel better about yourself. <laughs> Yeah, if you feel like more of a man for doing that, then well done. 
not sure I feel like more of a man. I just feel like I have more of a money. This is true. Factually, you would have more money. Stop painting this like I've created like this island compound where I get desperate muggers to attack me and fight them off with my jujitsu skills. That's not a scenario that I've concocted. Actually, that's exactly why I'm talking about it is because I've, this is where you're going. <laughs> once, once you get that high off that first one you're gonna need it you're gonna need it so regularly you just can't get enough and eventually yeah you just build your own island of thieves to kill it just becomes a non-stop thing with you i can't be trusted with an island murder hunting preserve because i can't keep my pets alive so i would set this whole thing up and then like i'd go there the, for the first time and get get my kill rush going on but then i'd come back like a couple weeks later and i didn't feed anybody and so they all just ate each other so then there's just like one fat mugger running around, and then I'm done. Well, that's what you call the island. One fat mugger. That's actually a thing I'm going to save for my rap album when I drop that. <laughs> You're planning on going into mugging around the time you start your <laughs> rap career. In which case, I, I feel like this podcast has driven you some dark places. <laughs> Let's go mug some folks. That was either this or go to another Tuesday meeting, am I right? Who's with me? High fives all around. Let's go stab some folks. Don't stab yourself. They'll get to keep your money. Learn that the hard way. These are the laws by which we live. Yes. It's our code. <laughs> you stab yourself, they legally get to take your money. If I became a mugger, I would have that on my body. Did I stab myself? Help yourself to my money. You've earned it. I, being of sound mind and body, <laughs> here I bequeath everything on my body. my wallet. If I stab to whoever myself. stabbed me. <laughs> to the stabber goes the spoils. <laughs> to me this makes sense i'm i'm glad i helped you talk through it and rationalize your behavior that you're unfortunately going to perpetrate on somebody else or or make them perpetrate on you so you can get their money i'm just going to walk around downtown with hundred dollar bills kind of sticking <laughs> out of my pocket <laughs> shaking my butt around <laughs> sure would be a inconvenience to be stabbed right about now <laughs> all this money pouring out of my pockets am i right you know what I'm talking about, knife holder. Knife holder. You live in a really bad neighborhood. <laughs> you live in a bad city. You need to move. If you can just conveniently walk down the street. And I know somebody here is carrying a knife. I know you want to stab me. So it's always awkward when you sneeze and you don't cover your mouth. And shortly after the sneeze, you hear a little <laughs> Then you got to do damage control. Like, okay, what did I just defile? Yeah, it's like, uh, okay, that landed somewhere. And luck- luckily, this in this case, it was very, very close. Like, I, I sneezed. I was looking at the floor. Therefore, when it went smack, it hit the floor. So I looked at the floor, and lo and behold, there's my loogie. Nice. So no one stepped in it. No one slipped in it. There's really no story here. I was the only one there. Well, I mean, like you said, it was damage control, but it was very, very quick, very uh, quick cleanup and everything. I have had instances where it was not, where I'm just like, God, where'd that go? (laughs) Somebody's going to come in here and it's going to fall on their head. I know it. So take that terror you feel now and imagine life with a beard. Every time you sneeze, it's an anxiety attack. It's like, ah, crap. Is it on me? Is it on me? Is it over there? Ah." Start carrying a little like women's compact with you. Uh, oh that is actually a really good idea that i am strongly considering investing in at this moment (laughs) i can do that but like why do you have a makeup mirror i'm like uh because i have a beard because this has been stuck here since tuesday and nobody told me (laughs) because 
I'm trying to actually do what everyone says and take a little pride in my appearance. Is that so wrong? I don't get why people, uh, you know, I understand the cough into your elbow thing. That's great for kids. That's great for adults. You don't spread germs, blah, blah, blah. I do it all the time. Sneezing into your elbow seems like a really, really bad idea. No, it's the same as coughing into your elbow. You get great coverage and you can operate machinery immediately after if you need to. But with with most coughs, I mean, 99.9% of coughs are not going to have something come out. It's just a... And, and, you know, germs would come out, but nothing, like, physical. In a sneeze, probably 50% of the time, you're chancing it, something's going to come flying out. And if that something gets stuck in your elbow, I don't know if you've seen how elbows work, but when you stretch them, that stuff just, oh. It becomes like webbing. It's not a pretty sight. Yeah, well, it's not a pretty sight anywhere, and I would like to be able to open the bathroom door without getting that unpretty sight all over the doorknob. So, you know what? I'm going to keep sneezing into my elbow. Thank you very much. I think maybe we should invent like a product that's like the sneeze guard and it goes in your elbow and it's something you can take off. If you have to go to like a business meeting or something, and it's like, <laughs> oh, well, I, I can't look like this. My elbows are a mess. Not with elbow guard. You don't leave it there. Like <laughs> it's the same damage control. Okay. I sneezed. Is it in my elbow? No. Okay. So probably there was nothing. Sneezing into the elbow gets rid of 95% of the problems. But depending on how liquid it is, it Wait, can leave a stain. You go to the bathroom and you wash it out. Why are you so disgusting? That is your first instance when you sneeze on a body part. When I sneeze into my elbow, I don't want to have to run to the bathroom and spend five minutes scrubbing my in- the inside of my elbow at the bathroom sink. Well, what are you sneezing into then? Because, like, if you yes, if you have a tissue, you sneeze into the tissue. But if you don't, sneezing into your hands is just as gross. Are you just letting it fly? Is that why you're having so much panic every time you sneeze? No, not especially not at work. At home, I usually will, especially if I'm by myself, which is why the aforementioned uh, situation came up earlier. No, at, at work, I, I do it in my hands, and you know, I clean. I wash my hands often enough that it's not an issue. And getting it on my hands, which I can clean much easier than my in, my shirt inside my elbow, that actually might be a difference because I never wear long sleeve shirts. My work is, I, I'm wearing a jacket every moment I'm at work. Yeah, see, okay. That's that's the difference. I'm sneezing into bare elbow. Ah, uh, yeah, that would be a difference. Yeah. That would be the difference maker for me. I'm a man and just let these guns ride. I am uh, for gun control. <laughs> and I, I hide them. You hippie. That's, yeah, if you want to call it that, sure. <laughs> Weakling. Scrawny wuss. It's a, it has many different names. very much for listening to find more podcasts from our network head on over to www.digitalstrips.com you can also find us at twitter.com slash digital strips facebook.com slash digital strips or soundcloud.com slash digital strips